Welcome to the Motherhood Calling Over Chaos podcast, where we aim to provide encouragement with real life context and lots of laughs, all while sharing what God is doing in us and through us as new moms. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode of the Motherhood Calling Over Chaos podcast. We're so excited to jump into today's conversation. Um, be a good one. Yeah, this is going to be a really good one. We're talking about snapbacks and confidence and role changes postpartum. Um, But first, you guys know that we always do our mom picks of the week. And uh, Kayla, what do you got for us this week? So this week, I'm excited because I don't know why we took so long to do this, but we have not done like a makeup or skincare mom pick. Like, how dare we? So we're definitely gonna have to do like a series or something um, because I know there's (laughs) way more products um, than this that I'm sure we can recommend. So my mom pick um, for this week is a skincare product. It is Mm -hmm. Beauty Counter's charcoal mask. So um, Mm -hmm. some of you may be familiar with Beauty Counter. It's actually, um, I think, I don't know if it's privately owned, but it's basically like um, a company that you or I could be independent um, distributors of if we, if as a way of like making some extra money. Um, and so um, one of my really, really good friends, she became a beauty counter rep and, um, you know, to support her business. I, you know, looked at some of the products and I decided to do the charcoal mask. You know, you always hear about those charcoal masks and yeah. how awesome they are. And I don't know, there's just something. I do about love them. a good charcoal mask. Actually, I like a good mask. Uh, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Like, there's just something about a mask and just like wearing a mask, especially like one that you can actually like see visibly on your oh, face. That yeah. just yeah. makes you feel like brand new. And so, and um, yeah. Shiny afterwards. Yes, I actually did it tonight. <laughs> You see it? <laughs> I so I, t- I did my <laughs> I did my um little skincare routine tonight. And it's something mm-hmm. I feel like as a mom, like you don't always have the luxury to like take time to do something oh, like a charcoal mask, right? But tonight yeah. I was like, you know what? I was like, husband. I'm going to go do some skincare. And he was like, okay. yeah, I was like, so take care of your son. <laughs> um, so yeah, the uh, charcoal mask is definitely a um, go-to for me. Um, just every uh, occasionally, or just when I want to just like refresh my, my skin. How about you? So mine is actually also a skin uh, face um, item. It is the Lenovo facial steamer. And I actually, I'm so glad I got this. So, um, my sister had done a, she's like a very big beauty enthusiast. Um, she loves makeup. She loves nails. She loves all of that stuff, hair, all of that. Um, and so she had actually done a facial on me a little bit before Christmas. And, um, she had recommended me trying a steamer um, just because of like, apparently I have big pores. I don't know. <laughs> but um, she said it would be really good for my pores and it helps keep your your face very fresh and, um, you know, it just helps with cleansing and all of that. So I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I don't know. You know, I didn't know if I was going to have time for it, that kind of thing. And so I actually asked for it for Christmas while well, I got it. Um, and this steamer, it's like, it's so handy because A, it has a timer. So it's like a quick 15 minute steam. So you're not going overboard. Um, but also it's like just enough time 
feel refreshed and like vibrant after it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's like all these different steps where you can get really, really like into your routine and do all of it. Um, I usually will try and do it like once every two weeks, um, just because, you know, you do have to set aside a little time and I do like to do the whole routine. So exfoliating, washing, exfoliating, uh, doing the steam, and then doing a mask and um, moisturizing after that. So I like to do that whole routine, but this steamer is so great. I feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm having a spa day, but at the house. <laughs> yes. We should totally do this week. I feel like we should both do reels. I know how much we love doing reels, but yeah. we should do a reel of our skincare routine. There was a little, uh, were you joking? Like, yeah, we always do reels, but yeah, we really don't. Do we things. don't, we don't. That was the, yeah, that was, uh, if you did not note the sarcasm in my voice. <laughs> sarcasm. Oh my gosh. I cannot think of the words for anything. We um, do. Oh, that's okay, girl. Mom brain is real. We know. We know. Um, yeah, we do not love doing reels, but I think this would be a fun one to do one for and yeah. uh, to get get some get our practice in. I feel like we would and love doing reels that. if we did them more and more more uh, efficient at them. And honestly, I feel like I in mom life, like I feel like reels are actually like kind of how you have to go about things when you're a mom, right? Because it's like you get those 15 seconds to like hurry up and explain what you're trying to explain. And in mom life, sometimes you only have 15 minutes to do what you need to do. (laughs) So it's very, uh, I think it's very relatable showing the reels and um, going through the steps for y'all. I would definitely like to do that. The facial secrets bomb. So I'm kind of talking myself into doing it after this. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> do it Saturday night, girl. Get yeah. your steam on. <laughs> Saturday night, and we're doing a pampering session. <laughs> yes, I have mine. Nice, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and Mav is sleeping, so there will be no interruption. Ew. <laughs> so let's get into this week's topic. It's um a really good one. Like I think this is. Again, something that every mom goes through um, after they have a baby, you know, it's a really big topic and it can be very, uh, it can be a sensitive topic too for some. Um, And of course, we love sharing with you guys because we know a lot of you guys have the same um, issues that come up, the same problems. And again, like, yeah, we're we always started this like to be relatable to let Mm -hmm. moms know like you're not alone in what you're going through and so I know Ashley and I have like shared here and there I think on the on some episodes kind of some things like we've struggled with like with postpartum but I don't think we've ever dedicated like a full episode in just what that journey's been like, um, in regards to specifically just our confidence, um, in ourselves, our, our inner and our outer confidence. Um, so not just physically, but emotionally, mentally with, um, you know, different, um, shifts in life, you know, how you're, how you're handling all of that. Um, and every, every woman's journey is, is different. Mm. And so, um, I know for me, um, and for every woman, obviously that, you know, the body changes is a, is a big shift. Um, for me specifically, it was probably my skin, um, actually that I've had the most 
um, struggle with confidence wise. Um, so like, you know, body wise, it's so funny because, you know, we call this episode like the snapback or whatever, but I remember somebody like commenting one of my Instagram posts and she was like, snapback queen. And I was like, I guess like, I mean, I like, it was a compliment for sure. Like she was just complimenting me, Yeah, but that doesn't mean like I wasn't struggling in other areas, you know? And yeah. so maybe like my, uh, you know, body looked back to normal, uh, mm-hmm. essentially, even though to me, it's really not like, obviously yeah. I see things that other people are like, what are you talking about? But like, for me, like my skin is just a big one. Um, so, um, I actually have something known as psoriasis. So psoriasis is actually an autoimmune disease, but it reflects itself as, um, on the skin. Um, so kind of like eczema, but there's really not like a permanent like treatment for it. Um, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I've, re- I've literally had it since I was a kid and I've done all kinds of stuff to treat it. Topical ointments. Um, I've gone to like, you know, the sun is really good for it. So I've gone to tanning beds, um, all kinds of stuff. And a few years ago, I was, I was actually, um, prescribed a, uh, shot that I give myself. So it was like, a not self-diagnosed, what's the self-injection, my own self-injected shot. And I did it like once a month. And honestly, like that's the first thing that's probably ever completely, um, uh, rid me of every, every, yeah, every single plaque completely cleared me up. Exactly. And so, um, when I got pregnant though, I had to get off the shot because it was not Mm -hmm. safe for baby and, um, pretty, I don't want to say immediately, but within a few months, I, I could see like it was coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of my pregnancy, by the time Jaden got here, it was, it was bad. It's probably honestly the worst I've had it, um, ever. Mm-hmm. And obviously I wanted to breastfeed as well. Well, medicine was not okay with breastfeeding mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. And so it was just really challenging. Um, you know, uh, you know, obviously breastfeeding is a huge sacrifice in itself, mm-hmm. but I feel like, um, just for me personally, it was an even greater one specifically because, um, I could have quit early as early as I wanted to specifically because I could, there was not a lot I could do about my skin. Um, I finally was given another shot, a different one, um, that was actually deemed safe for breastfeeding, um, the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's, it, it helped some, it did help some, um, but it just didn't help completely. And, um, so even now, like that summer's here, I'm kind of like, oh, swimsuit season I will probably stay inside um and so yeah it's just been it's just been really hard um now that I'm done breastfeeding I am looking into getting back on my old medicine and and I'm I'm just praying that it works the way it used to because who knows with all the hormonal changes that your body goes through it's like who knows if my body will even like accept it you know Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's been really really difficult um in particular for me um as far as like the physical side of it, you know, obviously like the hair loss too, like I can see like baby hair sticking up on my hair and stuff, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, like if there's one thing that's just been a real struggle that I've, I've shed tears over and really contemplated, like, you know, even my breastfeeding journey and all of that, um, it it was definitely my skin, the changes to my skin. What about, what about you? What's been, what's been the struggle? Um, I think physical, uh, physical wise, I've shared before, um, I did have some hair loss and for me, I mean, it was significant. <laughs> like, yeah. My edges were gone, y'all. Like, mm. I, 
Um, so, I mean, for me, that was pretty significant. Um, they actually did come back. Thank you, Jesus. And, um, I feel like that was really temporary for me. Um, but it it was, it's a big deal because of course you're going through all these like hormonal changes. So then you're like, okay, wait a minute, because I used to have this and now I don't anymore. And, um, you kind of just don't know how it's going to hit you. You hear that some women have hair loss, some women don't, you know, hair grows all luxurious, the whole pregnancy and postpartum and all that. And some don't, you know? Um, so that was definitely something that, um, I had to take a step back and just make sure that I was really kind of, um, nurturing, like making sure that I was moisturizing, I was taking my vitamins, um, that I was, um, you know, using, I was using like stimulating oils and that definitely helped a lot. Um, probably I would, I wouldn't say that was the biggest thing. Probably the biggest thing has been my weight. Um, and I have always been curvy that has never not in the case, you know, um, but of course, like being pregnant and just having like, um, your body change in such a miraculous and it's such a great way. And it's doing such an incredible thing. I mean, it still hits you hard when you realize that you put on, you know, 30 plus pounds that over the span of nine months, you know, which never, (laughs) never happened before. Definitely. Um, And then it's like, you're, you're used to like being like curvy, like you said, right. But you're like curvy in the right places, right? Like you're used to like a certain figure on yourself. And Mm -hmm. when you, when the baby's here, it's kind of like, you know, maybe your body did revert in some ways. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) And so, yeah, like I know, like, you know, weight wise, like, you know, I'm on the smaller side, but I will say like, Mm -hmm. there's aspects of my body for sure that didn't snap back. Like, I feel like my butt is a lot flatter than it used to be. (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Give that back, Jaden. Give that back. (laughs) Jaden, why did you take my butt? (laughs) Why did you take it? Why did you take it? Okay. Give that back to me. Um, But yeah, you know, and postpartum wise, um, when math was probably at like his month, two months, I get it hard, like working out at home, like, um, I was doing it every day eating and I lost the, the baby weight very quickly, but I was still like on the heavier side of my weight. And, um, in our home life, you know, things changed. I was helping my brother out with my nephews and like Mav moved into a whole different stage, you know, three, three months, um, three to four months. And it just been hard. Like it's so hard to, it's so hard not to be hard on yourself, you know, yeah. and to, uh, um, coach yourself through these things in a positive way. And I think that, um, just with the weight changes, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, I understand that's going to happen, but man, I have, you know, some days that I have good days where I'm like, okay, like you had, you had a baby, he's about to turn a year, like, you know, okay, what are we going to do? What's next? And 
And another part of me is like, girl, you had a baby, relax. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I think finding that time, like when it comes back to, you know, when it comes to like, you know, losing the weight or even Mm -hmm. just, you know, making things tighter, making things rounder, like whatever you want to do, um, that it takes time and it takes prioritizing. And Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, as moms, like, we're prior, we're always going to prioritize our kids. And so, you know, I know I've had, you know, I've been in like, you know, group chats where it's like, you know, take care of your body. It's the only one you have. Like I get all that, Mm -hmm. like it's encouraging, but I'm like, have a kid and talk to me then. Like, you know, (laughs) cause it's hard, you know, like you're, you're figuring figuring out how to juggle everything. And so, yes, I try to like get back on like the the workout wagon um but it's you know we have to give I think ourselves a lot of grace and I think like you said like we're definitely always hardest on ourselves I think we're always Always. our own worst enemies like Mm -hmm. Chris doesn't ever make me feel like my skin is you know like I'm unattractive to him but to me like I see it and I'm like I don't feel it I don't feel attractive and that's important as a woman like to feel you want to feel attractive you know you want to feel confident in your own skin and your own body happy with yourself you know yeah the way you look and I you know I'm definitely I would say early on it was harder to feel happy about it but then as much as I've gone through this journey and through the grace that I've received from others, I'm like, okay, you're like kind of badass. Like, you know, you've got your kid on a schedule, like you're doing this, this, and that, like you, you were working, not working out, but you know, you're working, you're watching him. You're like, and what you're doing, you know, like you have so many different things. Like this is only one portion of your plate. This is not your whole plate, you know? Um, and you kind of have to, you have to create that positive dialogue for yourself because I mean, in reality, not a lot of other people are going to do that, you know, besides, I mean, hopefully your spouse is doing that and, you know, close family, friends, that kind of thing. So (laughs) I will say, I think something that doesn't get talked about enough, like, and maybe it's because, you know, you don't experience it until you experience it. Like you hear like, you know, the sacrifice of pregnancy, the sacrifice of having a baby in all different regards. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the true sacrifice of your body when it comes to having a baby, right? Like mm-hmm. literally you're giving up your body for like nine plus 10 plus months over a year, basically. Yeah. Like it's, it's not your own anymore. And so I don't think that gets talked about enough. I don't think women get enough, like kudos for that because yeah, I, let, let's be you. real here. Let's be real here because we can talk about, you know, when people ask like, Oh, do you want another one? Da, da, da. Like, Oh yeah, probably. I think we do want another one, but if I can be real, like I definitely want another one. But if I can like sit back and be like, what would be a reason like not to have another one? I'll be real and say the fact that I'm going to have to go through this again, like I'm going to get my medicine and hopefully I'm going to get clear again. But in a few years, I'm going to have to get off of it again to, you know, if Mm -hmm. I want to have another baby and Mm -hmm. it's going to flare back right back up and I'm going to have to go through this again. Um, It's like a huge, it's a big deal. It's a huge sacrifice. And I don't think that gets acknowledged enough and everybody's recovery is different you know like I I mean there's still times where I'll be playing with Mav you know and if he steps on me wrong or if I move in the wrong way I'm like 
wait a minute. <laughs> you know, whereas before, pre-baby, like that wouldn't have been an issue. But there's, I mean, there's still, you know, points and pieces and, and stuff that's like, I don't know if I want to do that again. You know, like, oh, man, I remember my back was killing me. I couldn't sleep. Like, it was so uncomfortable to sleep. Yeah. And, You're, yeah. Man. <laughs> I just started yeah. sleeping again. Like, I don't know if I want to do that again. <laughs> That's why it's funny because we were just talking to a couple recently and we we're like, oh, do you guys think you'll want another one? And, yeah. you know, it's always the dad that's so quick to say like, oh yeah, for sure. And the wife is like, um, I'm still praying about it. <laughs> I'm so praying about it. Like that's <laughs> real. And it has nothing to do with the fact like it, nine times out of 10, I don't think it has anything to do with the fact like, do you want to take care of another baby? Do you want to go through the newborn stage again? Yeah, I think, I think what I think for most women it's, do I want to sacrifice my body again? Yes. For nine months. For over oh, like 10 for a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Exactly. Right. Oh, a year plus, you know, because that's, that's what you're doing. You know, if you're, you're going to be pregnant for nine months, you're going to have them, you're going to be recovering post-surgery, you're going to be breastfeeding. That's giving yourself to your child in a different way. I mean, all those things that factor in Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes I think, you know, spouses don't realize that because it's like, it is a lot. Um, but I mean, we talked about the outer, but what about the inner? How do you feel like confidence <laughs> wise? I feel at work. How do you feel in your the other roles that you play um, outside of just being a mom? Like, what does it look like for you? Um, it's been an adjustment for sure. I mm-hmm. definitely feel like, um, I, I probably don't give myself enough credit. Um, I I'm probably doing better than I think I am, but, um, that's been, a, that's been a hard area too. And some our areas own worst critics. Yeah, we are. And definitely <laughs> feeling like just a little bit like insecure. Cause it's almost like, I feel like like when I show up to those other roles, like I can't have my mom hat on. You know what I mean? Like I need to be all about work. I need to be, you know, all business. They can't see that I'm a mom. They can't see that, you know, uh, it's kind of like, um, what's the expression? Like, uh, act like a duck, be calm on top and paddle like crazy underneath. (laughs) Like they can't see me like, you know, not having, not having it together. together. Yeah. They can't see me not having it together. And I think that's, that's been, that's been challenging, um, for me to, to really like, just always feel like I have to keep it together. I have to be, um, at the same capacity and excellence in everything I was doing before and almost feeling like sometimes motherhood like holds me back from that. And, but I remember an episode where you said, um, being a mom has made me better in every other role Mm -hmm. that I'm in. And I think it's Mm -hmm. like, acknowledging that a little bit more because ultimately I'm not who I was over a year ago. Like I'm a mom now that's like a completely brand new stage of life. And I think God will unlock new, um, 
aspects and capabilities and thinking inside of you as a result. And I think it's just a matter of tapping into that versus trying to like revert to what was or or constantly trying to grab on to what was and really just lean into what is this new season now? What is in you now? What can you contribute now um, versus before? So Yep. That's my, that's my, (laughs) yeah, I agree with that. Like, um, just what you're saying, like leaning into these changes, right? Like being a mom has made me a better listener. It has made me more patient. How can I I take it into these other roles that I have outside of my home, you know? And, um, that still stands true. It has made me a better mom, but I mean, sometimes it's hard to see that regardless of if it's true or not. Sometimes it's hard to see and acknowledge that in the moment, right? So when you're having a day um, at work and even when um, when I was working, I would feel like, man, I'm just not getting as much as I used to done. Like I used to be able to do this, this, and this, ripping and running. And now it's like, I'm struggling to try to do these two tasks, you know? And, and, but in retrospect, you know, like you're not looking at, but I, you know, I'm speaking to my patients uh, in a manner that is really connecting with them. I'm, Mm -hmm you know, treating them with care because now I have, I have that, you know, that patience and that love and it's just exuding out of me in a whole different way because of my child. Like it's hard to see that in the moment, but, um, looking back, like it can make you feel not confident. Like you're not doing a very good job. Yes. But then like looking back, you're like, man, I, I really did that. Like, <laughs> Like, you know, I did it well and I did it to the best of my ability. And that's, that's all you can do sometimes. And that's okay. That's perfectly fine. You know? Um, Yeah, I agree. I think, um, lost my train of thought here, but like (laughs) just going off of what you were saying, um, Hmm. Might have to come back to that because I literally (laughs) mom brain is real today, (laughs) y'all. Oh, this here's what I was gonna say. Okay, so usually we record in the morning, guys. So. Yeah, we we don't really record in the evening, but uh, <laughs> so it's like m- the whole mom guilt aspect of it, right? Like I can be yeah. giving my all into these other areas outside mm-hmm. of motherhood, but then I have mom guilt that I'm not being um, enough to Jaden. I'm not giving him everything he needs from me, yeah. right? Or then yeah. it's the opposite. I'm, you know, so you know. J- prioritizing Jaden, right? That it's like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm giving my all in these other areas, right? So yeah. it's like, I think that's what's new. I think before I used to maybe always feel like I could always do 110% in every single mm-hmm. area of my life. And now it's kind of like the percentages have shrink, shrink. And you felt like, I will say that, like, you feel like you can do 110% in so many other things, but yet when you, you're, you become a mom, it's like, there's a, like a whole, like, even though you're doing so many things before, now it's like, now one of these things is like an actual person, like a human. And yeah, it takes up uh, so much time. Your, yeah. your child takes up so much time um, in just like 
general things, but then also educational and just like your upbringing that now, you know, all these other areas where you could have given that, you could have given that 110% before. It's not that you're necessarily not giving 110%. It just feels like, it feels like you're not because you're because you know where how you used to run right you're not used to and you're still I think at the end of the day like you're still running um you know maybe at the same pace you're just running Mm -hmm. at like a new rhythm like you're taking breaks at different different points Mm -hmm. different rest stops Mm -hmm. right and so I think Chris told me that one time um when I I had shared with I was like I just don't feel like my capacity is the same as it used to be and he was like I think it is I think it's just it just looks a little different like Mm -hmm. you have a human now like to take care of and it's a big deal Yeah. yeah it's it's a lot it is a lot um I think what's helped me work through a lot of it um, and just keeping like a positive outlook is journaling. I don't know. Mm. I don't know if you journal. I haven't journaled in forever. I should. Yeah. Journal. Well, it's more like in my planner, I have space to write. Um, So I do write in there and I do, you know, gratitude and stuff like that. And it's just like keeping that positive dialogue just helps me like remember you know, because you forget, like you have so many things going on in your, in your mom brain and, you know, tasks to get check off and things to do and all of those, um, all the things that keep us busy that sometimes like, I just forget like, man, you're so, you're like boss, you know, you're doing so many different things. Mm-hmm. You have the capability to do so much. And even though today was a bad day or whatever the case may be, like, okay you know like your body has gone through so much it's still working you know in a totally different way mm-hmm. um and this is what it looks like and that's okay this is what you're doing and that's okay you know so um I kind of use that as just uh, to help me keep on track with not talking down to myself because Lord the power that. of the tongue is uh-huh. real. And outside the influences, Bible, y'all. yeah, outside influences, you see them everywhere. And it's so easy to get caught up with that. And I just, yeah, I try not. My to. planner. So I've gotten the same planner for like the past two years, with the exception of this year. And I was just telling Chris the other day, I was like, I miss my old planner because it had <laughs> what you were talking about. Like it has uh-huh. a gratitude spot. Um, yeah. Like every month you kind of write out like basically like what were you grateful for this month? Um, and so I really miss it. And, but now I, it's almost like, I feel like we're already like basically mid year. I should just wait, but journaling is a good one. I think for me, um, just talking it out with those closest to me has always been really helpful. And I think it's really important. Don't get me wrong. Like my husband's amazing. He's such a great listener, but at the end of the day, he's not really going to fully comprehend what it is we're walking through. Um, I can tell him, but he's not really going to get it um, because he's never going to go through it. And so I think just Mm -hmm. talking through it with like, um, you know, other, other close friends that aren't, and that are moms, um, because they, they do understand and they can, you know, um, shoot it to you straight or give you that encouragement that you need, um, at just the right time. Um, but I agree, like our words are powerful and I definitely think it's super important to make sure that you're not, um, speaking, you know, you're speaking life over yourself, not death. For sure. Yeah. For sure. 
For sure. That's so important. It's so easy to just like lock down. Yeah. And I think for me also, there's only so much that I'm going to be able to take to somebody else. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like at the end of the day, that is only going to go so far and make me feel so much better. You know what I mean? I I think really what I need to be better at is, is taking that to God, um, and really allowing him to, um, just fill those, those voids, those gaps, um, allow him to, um, just kind of almost pick a mirror up and show me, um, who I am in his eyes. Um, cause I think that, you know, when we, when we acknowledge and recognize how God sees us, like it can be super, um, mind altering. Yeah, for sure. I, I I know when you're when you get caught up in these outside things, you know, and it's so easy. Like I can't reiterate how easy it is, but just knowing like that you can go back to the Bible and um reach just how important you are in, in mm-hmm. his light and under him, like it's just it makes it easy. I don't know. It just makes it easier for me to like to be like, okay, wait, this is how he sees me. Okay, like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm good. I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path, you know. So um I definitely agree with that. That's a really that's a really good one. Really good point. Yeah. Um do you feel like Do you feel like women are harder on themselves than men? I kind of feel like I think I feel like pretty hard on themselves, but I feel like moms are like next level sometimes. Yeah, I think in different ways. Um, I think men battle with their own insecurities, their own yeah. thought life. Yeah. Um, I've definitely seen um my husband, you know, uh struggle with some of his own insecurities and I've had to speak mm-hmm. life over him just as he does for me. And so um I think I don't think men linger or harp on things <laughs> as long as we do like I think they're a lot That's quicker good. to like deal with it and move on and you move know? on yeah yeah I think with us sure. we tend to like berate the situation and like really go down that rabbit hole yeah. um I don't think I don't think men deal with that the way that we do but that's good. That's I good do think point. that they have their own their own insecurities for sure that they oh yeah they yeah, struggle yeah. with dads you know have their own struggles that they're walking through um that and that just like I said of how Chris will never you know will never understand the the insecurities or the the, the postpartum life that I'm walking through um yeah. I'll never understand the insecurities he feels or the yeah. the weight he feels as a father yeah. um it's, father. it's it's very very different I think yeah for sure um you know, I just think that everybody's postpartum recovery, it looks different. It's unique and that's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so normal for everyone to have a different situation and nobody, it's not a cookie cutter thing. It's not this, this or that. And, um, and it's kind of some, I kind of got some advice like that early on, like, oh, we have this choice for this choice, I have this choice for this choice. Make sure you don't, Pick this, and I was just like, "What? Like, 
I'm pretty sure it's not going to be that easy. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do me. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and everybody's journey is different. That's okay. And um, I, I just, acknowledging that is super important. And I feel like once I did acknowledge that, like it makes it just so much easier to just like keep it moving, have a bad day. And that's only one day, you know? Yeah. And go from there. For sure. Yeah. This, this was a good talk very very uh serious stuff but <laughs> it was good um we always like to close out our episodes with our nobody told me so hopefully these yeah. will be you know uh so this is this is going to be some lighthearted ones this time around uh, after such a serious conversation um so these are just things that were experiencing or learning or just coming to know as new moms that really nobody told us. And so, um, mine is funny, but dumb. Like I feel, I feel dumb. I hope you guys will like not think I'm dumb, but, um, (laughs) so I did not know that cow's milk is just like regular milk. Um, and I don't, I, t- t- even to this day, like, as I'm saying this, I don't know why we just don't call it regular milk. It's like classic milk, like classic gallon milk. Yes. You and you know, you, you read, um, don't give your, don't give your child, don't give your baby uh cow's milk too early. And I've, I've always read yeah. that. And in our mom group, like recently people were talking about, Oh, I started, I started doing a little bit of cow's milk now. And I'm like, I'm just going to ask y'all what the heck is cow's milk because I've Googled it even and it's not super clear. Like it's like, it just says cow's milk everywhere. And so one of the girls just told me, she was like, oh no, you're not, you're not stupid. And she made me feel, she didn't make me feel dumb at all, but she was like, yeah, she was like, it's just regular milk. It's basically, it's anything that's not like almond milk, um, like a soy milk, like, you know, all of that. In Kayla's defense, there are like, 20 different kinds of milk in the store now so yes you know there's i mean i was like do i give well, we were, well, we were a special kind of milk age. after he's done yeah. the formula yeah like, when we were that young there was maybe like two three types right fat free two percent two percent yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah so yeah so now i know what cow's milk is <laughs> um so my nobody told me is that Nobody told me that I would become the traffic police um, as a mom. So backstory, my mom was, my mom was always like a passenger side driver. So when she'd be on the passenger side, she'd always be like that person commenting like, oh, why are you going this way? Go that way. Or, oh, you're going too fast. Oh, oh she was uh, a back, backseat driver. So... In retrospect, I inherited that from her. <laughs> I am the exact same way, and I always have been. Um, but when I was pregnant, driving for me was like a high anxiety kind of thing. So when COVID happened, I actually was like super glad that I could work from home because that was like my my last month, and um, I was experiencing. driving um, to and from annoying <laughs> and um Brandon is probably so over me because he, he like will look at me and just be like why do you keep talking like why are you commenting <laughs> on every why do you keep talking 
Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's more like, it's not so much that I'm talking to him, but I'm talking like to other people. So I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, like, why are you driving so fast? Like, uh, this is why I'm not, I don't like to be on the road after this and this time, because especially having Mav in the car, people just go so fast. I can pretty much say that every time I'm in the car. So, yeah. I'm, nobody told me I would get worse. <laughs> get burst at being a backseat driver slash uh, traffic patrol. So yeah, that is funny. (laughs) That's funny. Got to keep those babies safe. Yes. Yes. All right, everyone. Well, we just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of the motherhood calling over chaos. We really hope that you got something out of it. We hope that you related to it. We hope that you were encouraged by it. Um, Don't forget to subscribe subscribe, like, review, follow us on Instagram um, at Calling Over Chaos. And if you really want to stock our day-to-day activities, you can follow our individual accounts at special underscore K210 and at ACBC Fit. We love you guys and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.